Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Thank <laughs> you. 
My, 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 my. Now, let me, let me help y'all real quick. I know some of y'all might be saying it might be a little warm, it's a little hot, but look here. I'd rather praise him in a hot church than not be able to praise him somewhere else where I know it's there a whole lot hotter. And trust me, they ain't doing no shouting for the Lord. They saying, uh-oh, what did I do? Come on, help me up out of here. So if you got breath in your body, you ought to be giving God some praises and some hand claps to let the people know about this. Show yourself. Now, don't prove it to me. Show yourself that there's a praise down on the inside, and we're going to give God some glory in this place today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us go to the word of God for today. Our scripture text today comes from the second Corinthians, second Corinthians chapter four, second Corinthians chapter four, second Corinthians chapter four. I'm going to help somebody. It's right after first Corinthians. That's all the hint I'm going to give you. Second Corinthians chapter four, second Corinthians chapter four, and it's one verse, verse six, second Corinthians chapter four. One verse, verse six, and it simply reads, I'm reading the King James Version. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. The word of God is blessed. Let us pray. Father God, we welcome you into this place. Lord God, we thank you one more time for allowing us to see the beginning of another month. God, we are so grateful that you have allowed us, God, even in our sinful nature, God, to continue to show up in your place, God, and give you nothing but the glory and the honor. So God, if you have nothing else to God, there's so many other things you could be doing today, God, but inhabit this place, God, with your presence and with your glory. Show yourself mighty in Ebenezer on today, God. We will honor you. We will worship you. We will praise you. In your mighty son, Jesus' name, all hearts say amen, amen, and amen. Yeah. <laughs> 
When you're in worship first, you get ahead of the line privileges. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we are looking forward to this. And this is Ebenezer's um, uh, effort to evangelize our community, let them know that we are alive and well. Our doors swing open, and they are welcome in this place. Amen? So all of you will have a role in making certain that uh, uh, we are welcoming to our community. And when the food runs out, the food runs out. Amen. Amen. Ain't no aluminum foil neither, okay? No aluminum foil. No to-go boxes, praise the Lord. Amen. I also want to make mention we were originally scheduled to have our church meeting uh, this Saturday. We have pushed that back to August 14th at 10 a.m. Uh, the trustees have asked for more, a little more time to, uh, for preparation. There are a lot of things that we have to present to you uh, on that date, uh, one of which was our, some of our plaster fell yesterday during uh, the homegoing service, and we are up some things so that we can let you know our need. Amen? Let you know our need. So we want to make certain that we give you a compelling and a thorough presentation. So that will be August 14th. Also, uh, Vendor Fair, August 7th is coming up. The Vendor Fair. And, and the question I'm going to ask you for those who are watching, the Vendor Fair is our way of having vendors on and around our church uh, presenting their wares and their things. And we're going to have fellowship yet again August 7th. Now, Ebenezer, you can do your part. You can do your part by uh, inviting at least five friends to come out on August 7th. And if you haven't done five friends, you are five friends short already. So we want to make certain. But don't just stop at five. We want to spread the word because we want this to be the most successful vendor fair we have already had. We want to build on the success of the past and take it higher and higher. So I need you all to be enthusiastic as we share the word. Amen. Also, I want to say... um, a happy birthday to all the wonderful people who are born in the month of July, the greatest month of the year. Happy birthday to all July babies. Y'all circle 20, y'all circle 20. July 20, y'all circle that. We want to say happy birthday to all of you who will be celebrating birthdays. And also we want to say congratulations uh, to Minister Dana King and his producer, Latanya Melton King, in their celebration of what their 1,000th show on TTLO Radio, 1,000 broadcasts. To God be the glory for the work in ministry that he has blessed you all with. Now, I also want to say something. I also want to say something. Thank you to everybody. Everybody who was in place on yesterday for the homegoing services of Sister Anita Cross. I want to say personally thank you to all of the ushers who were on their feet in uniform, guiding and directing what I thought was between 150 to 200 people in this building yesterday. You all did a marvelous job 
and we are so grateful to the facilities management team to make certain that everything was in place for Glennis and Crystal who worked tirelessly to make certain that the Smith Chapel was set up for almost 80 people for the outreach ministry who did a Herculean job of navigating and making certain there was enough food for everybody. Y'all did a phenomenal, phenomenal job to the, to the media ministry, to uh, Minister King and uh, Latanya for broadcasting. This is the service that we rendered. We broadcast the service on yesterday so that those persons of Can- at Canaan who were preparing for the repast for the repast were able to be a part of the worship service. So our deacons, certainly Deacon Cooper was here and Deacon Mayberry always on point and I think Deacon Hill was here as well and others thank you for being in place, showing Ebenezer to be faithful and of course to the beautiful members of our faith community who were in place as well. I was really, really proud, and you all did an amazing job. And I also want to say thank you to Stanley Stovall, who sung. To say that Stanley sung well is an understatement. Stanley led us in worship yesterday. And we thank God for that. And that's the kind of spirit we have to have. Now, I've said this to a lot of people um, I've said this to a lot of people that the Lord spoke to me in my, you know, I'm not trying to be spooky or or super sensitive, but the Lord spoke to me yesterday and the Lord revealed this to me yesterday. Now, I don't know where God is going with this. I don't know what's going to happen with this, but we are stronger together than we are apart. And I'm not just talking about our church only. We are stronger together than we are apart. So I don't know what God's going to do, but I just know that to be the truth. Amen. In Jesus' name. Also, we want to say congratulations to, again to all of our graduates. We have two additional names that we uh, I did not mention last week. Uh, it was no uh, charge it to the to the head, not to the heart. We want to celebrate Taylor Ams from Northeast Wisconsin High School graduated uh, and is attending uh, in the fall of school. Of innovation, no, graduate from Wisconsin High School, School of Innovation, and will be attending nursing school this fall. And also, Jayton Ams, and these are uh, the grandchildren of Sister Lenora Ams uh, and Brother Ams. Jayton Ams graduated from Grindelman Brooks High School and will be attending Northern Illinois University this fall, majoring in computer science. Amen. Amen. And behalf on the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church and the scholarship uh, committee, we have uh, these cards, uh, a little token of our love and support. Um, one is for Alexis Henry. Can someone from her family come and get, get her card, or should I just put it in my pocket? No. Someone come. Come on, Pamela. 
uh, Taylor Ams and Jaden Ams, we have something for you. Amen. Justin Jackson and Naquina John, we have something for you as well. Amen. Oh, come on. Y'all need to celebrate our graduates a little bit better than that. Come on now. That's an achievement. Watch your step. Watch your step. Watch your step. We can make sure they get through okay now. We don't want to look after they fall. Make sure they don't fall. Amen. And also, I know this this is pastoral privilege. We also have something um, for uh, Sister Peak's granddaughter as well. Come on down. I know I said we were going to bless. Now, if you want to put it back in, if she tells you to put it back in, then you can do that. But for Janae, this is called an investment in our future. Now, whatever she tells you to do with it, then you do with it. But make sure she gets it. Amen. 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 We thank God as we celebrate our graduates. Amen. Let us continue in worship at this time. Teach me 
to take one day at a time. One day at a time, sweet Jesus. That's all I'm asking from you. to try to get everything done at once, but one day at a time, that's the only way you can do it. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Jeffrey. We appreciate you. Uh, It's that time. It's that time of the service. It is offering time. It is offering time. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm going to take those hand claps as a cheerful giver. Those are cheerful givers. 
you know, now, now look, now we don't begrudge nobody. Now, if you, now if you, you know, if you begrudgingly give, we take that too. But you know, we like the cheerful ones. We like the cheerful ones. Amen. 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 Uh, as you prepare, as you prepare to get your best gift in your hand, those of you are watching uh, at home right now, there are ways you can give on the screen right now. You can uh, hit that give now button. If you go to EbenezerBronzeville.org. You can hit the Give Now button on your screen, on your screen. Get your best gift in your hand and go ahead and do that. If you want to text to give, go ahead and do that as well. You can text to give. Again, that information is on your screen. You can text to give. And, again, if you are haven't been by the church in a while, if you're feeling uh, nostalgic and want to come and hang out at the church, you can do that. 4501 South Vincennes Avenue. Again, 4501 South Vincennes Avenue 60653. You can drop that off in the mailbox or the church is open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Amen. Amen. Let us pray and prepare for giving. Father God, we want to say thank you once again. Lord God, we thank you again for this time and this space and this place. Lord God, we ask that you would bless these offerings, God, as they prepare to give them. God, bless both the gift and the giver, God. God, continue to supply us with what we need so that we may continue to do the business of your kingdom in this place. Now, God, we lift your name up in this place. We say, bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I have serious news to pass on to everybody. What I'm about to say could mean the world's disaster, could change your joy and laughter to tears and pain. It's that love. Of love today, and don't delay. You're been right away, and hey, going round, breaking many hearts. So stop it, please, before it's gone too far. The force of evil plans To make you its possession And it will, if you let it Destroy everybody We all must take Precautionary measures if love and peace you treasure, then you'll hear me when I say that love is me 
that is visited up and down the highways and byways of our city and this nation. The world need love. And I know some of y'all saying, well, Stevie Wonder needs that, uh, sings that song. And the, but, but for Bible believers, you know something that you learn. God is love. God is love. And we need more love. I want to, and stay right there, Marin, and then as y'all transition into the altar call, I want to lift some names, and I have to do something this morning that I have to address as the, as the shepherd of this flock. I want to lift in prayer Deacon Chester Coleman. I want to remember in prayer as we call the name of Brenda Love. Elise Grant is requesting prayer. Angie Williams, the daughter of Patricia Hatcher. Alfred Moore, Father Vicki Jamison and Monita Easter are still requesting prayer on his behalf. Saw her daughter and granddaughter yesterday, but she's still requesting prayer. Ethel Freeman, as she continues to recover Remembering in prayer Robert Burns, the husband of Ethel Burns, I know that he is in your thoughts and your prayers, and I know that there has to be some worry and some concern, but we're praying for Brother Burns, Sister Burns, Willie Grant, and Kenneth Sexton, and Christine Brown, Brown and 
Eloise Davis, who is in the University of Chicago Hospital. Mary Sumter, we're praying for. Minnie Peggs and Shirley Anderson and Al Burton and Mary Burton. Remembering in prayer, Grace Lee. Deacon James Smith, who was here on the job yesterday, celebrating the life of Sister Anita Cross. Mary Grant. Sarah Billups and Mary Alexander. I'm also adding my wife to this prayer list. When you are working to do God's work, the Bible tells us that the enemy comes to kill steal and destroy because when you making change and you moving forward and you're progressing there are those who will seek to undermine you and I hate to say it but they are demonic spirits because we recognize that we are this is a spiritual warfare and there are demonic spirits even within the halls of the church. My wife had to fly down to Mississippi to be with her dad because he's being challenged in her health, his health. He's becoming more and more dependent because he doesn't have the activity of his limbs as much as he would like. So my wife has purpose to go as much as she can because that's her daddy. But before you start clapping, while she was there, her mother who lives here in Chicago had a fall and fractured her hip. She's in Mississippi taking care of her dad and then her mom fractures her hip. But this is the part where I want Ebenezer folk who really pray. I was not able to pick up from the airport yesterday because I was here. I was here for the family. So we, she was able to get a ride from the airport. Our daughter was able to pick her up. And I'm, I, I need to tell you, Ebenezer, because you're my family. And when she got home, someone sent an anonymous letter to her. And I'm not going to deal with the content because we don't traffic in nonsense. But whoever the person or persons are, that sent an anonymous letter. Let me let you know something else. No weapon. Formed against us. Shall prosper. And furthermore, the word says, touch not my anointing. And do my prophet no harm. 
So when you think you can attack my family, she's been married to me for 21 years. Is that the best you can do? So the reason I'm saying this, Ebenezer, because I want you to pray for your first lady. She ain't never done this before. And she's working full-time job, trying to take care of parents, and then support me in the midst of a loss that I'm still dealing with. We will turn the letter over to the authorities and let them deal with it. Come for me, it's all good. Come for her, you cross the line. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you for this day. God, you never promised that this life would be easy. You promised it wouldn't be easy even in our physical health, in our mental health, in the work that you've called us to do, God. All of us got stuff and struggle. You never promised it would be easy, but you did promise that you would be with us. And so, God, we claim that promise right now. God, you have heard the names of those who are listed on our prayer list, oh God. Some have been there a mighty long time, oh God, and you have sustained them. And you are carrying them. God, we ask that you touch in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God, for those members that labor, that work, that toil, even through their sickness, even through their struggle. We're remembering, oh God, Rob Martin, who is, who is yet here, but we ask, oh God, that you would touch his body. We're lifting up Stanley right now, God, one of the hardest working people in this church, and he's pressing forward. And there's so many more. We just want to be servants of you. I lift this church, oh God, this amazing church that has been on this corner, that has been in this community for 119 years. God, we are mindful that no matter what may come, no matter what will happen, we are convinced that the best is yet to come. Oh, yes, it is. Well, we recognize, oh God, that if we, if we wasn't doing nothing, we wouldn't get any opposition. So we thank you, oh God, for the ups and for the downs, for the accolades and for the criticism, for the hate and the love. We thank you for it all. Now, God, we ask that you be in the midst of this service. There's something that may be said, something that may be uttered to speak to those who have gathered here in faith, online, and in person. And we'll be ever careful to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. <laughs>
Amen. Let me go right into the word. Seeing in the dark. Seeing in the dark. So good to see Rose McGee here who had a powerful, powerful statement and reflection over Anita yesterday. Oh, you the grandma of us all. Oh, my gosh. That's another one I call on to pray for me. Seeing in the dark. Y'all, the dark is a scary place. We don't like being in the dark. Some of y'all keep y'all TV on all night long. Because <laughs> you don't want to be in the dark. Stubbed toes are no picnic. That's why I keep a flashlight by my bedside to protect my feet. When we were children, if y'all can remember, our imaginations would run wild in the dark. There would be monsters in the closet or snakes underneath the bed. And a nightlight was no help at all because it caused frightening shadows to form on the walls. The only thing that helped to quell our fears was perhaps a bedtime prayer and sleep. As we grew older, the bedtime monster took on a new form. It was the fear that no one would pick us to be on their team in gym class. Evan always got picked first for basketball. But I was a better player down low. It was the test we feared we would fail in drafting. It was the girl we were afraid would say no to our prom invitation. That's why I didn't go. There was always some fear that seemed to surface when it was dark. Even as adults, the strains of the day seemed to pile up at night. And when and we find it hard to let go of the stress of our finances and our health and our relationships. But there are some other kinds of darkness besides physical darkness. Beloved, there's also intellectual darkness or a lack of knowledge. We, we might as well face the truth that the accumulation and the application of knowledge determines our future. That's why we go to school. That's why we emphasize study, because we want to go get out of the intellectual darkness that some of us experience. But now that I'm an adult, I no longer fear the physical darkness of my bedroom, for I have put away childish things. 
And I do my best to study to show myself approved unto God, to ward off the effects of intellectual darkness. But there is another darkness that lurks in the shadows. And it's the worst kind of darkness of all. It's called spiritual darkness. Spiritual darkness is what human beings experience when we are separated from God. Spiritual darkness uh, is the state of a person who is living apart from God. The Old Testament book of Isaiah and prophesizing of the Messiah speaks of a deep spiritual darkness that enveloped the people. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. This passage reappears in the New Testament in Matthew 4 and 16 to announce that those who have come to know God of Israel through his son Jesus Christ are the ones who have been delivered from spiritual darkness and now walk in the light of God's light. We all, we all start out that way in darkness. We all start out in spiritual darkness. Our souls lay dormant waiting for the seed of faith to be planted. Some souls are cultivated early. Some are cultivated late and some not at all. And it's sad to see a soul shrivel up and die eternally separated from its creator. Unbelievers live in spiritual darkness because Satan, the God of this world, has blinded their minds. They cannot see the glorious light of the gospel. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't and won't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. Spiritual darkness refers to all that is in opposition to the light of God's love in Christ. But the good news is that spiritual darkness is optional. It's optional. There is another choice. It's called a spiritual awakening. The Apostle Paul says, for God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. What do you mean, preacher? In other words, those who see the light that shines in the midst of darkness, spiritual darkness, will allow Christ to enter their hearts and redeem their souls. The darkness does not disappear, but your spiritual awakening allows you to see in the dark. This awakening does so much for us as believers. First, it is cleansing. It removes all the stains of sin that lurk in our past. The sin 
that is present right now and in the future. Because some of y'all, some of us, walking around in churches today forget that we all have a past. I knew I wasn't going to get no amens there. But let me tell you something. You haven't always been holy. You haven't always been pure. You haven't always done the right thing. We all have a past. Have a past. Have a present. Thanks be to God we have a future. Thanks be to God that King David prayed for such an awakening. He prayed, create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Does anybody pray that prayer anymore? Or do you just think you've arrived? That's just what happens to the heart, to a heart that is turned over to Christ. That God will create in us a clean heart. Because let me tell you something, beloved, those who are watching, those who are here, a heart can be transformed. You sitting here because somewhere along the way, God transformed your heart. A soul can be Converted. At least that's what we say we believe. And the spirit can be changed. The Apostle Paul said if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all righteousness. He didn't say that we need to confess our sins to the committee or to an individual. He says if we confess our sins to him. Because the truth of the matter, beloved, is we all need this cleaning and cleansing if we want to be united with God. God is holy. He cannot dwell in unholiness. You can't establish a relationship with God through your good intentions or your charming influence. You can't even pray your way into a relationship with God. You have got to enter through the door he provided, and that is Jesus the Christ. What do you mean, preacher? He said, I am the door. By me, if any man enter, he shall be saved. Christ is the only light that can save a person living in darkness. He is the light that God commanded to shine out. Wonderful cleansing happens when you accept Christ as your Savior. Christ replaces your burdens with blessings, your shame with sunshine, your guilt with glory, and your sorrow with joy. Did I say we all got a past? Most of us here, all of us here, have already experienced the redemption and cleansing that comes from a relationship with Christ. But if you are not one of us, 
and you don't think you can be cleaned up, this sermon can be the beginning of your awakening. Because I need to let you know there is no thirst that God cannot quench. There is no hunger he cannot satisfy. There is no problem he cannot solve. The enemy may have kicked you down, but God can lift you up. The enemy may have bound you in sin, but God can release you. The enemy may have destroyed you, but God can remake you over again. You may feel like junk, but God can turn you into a jewel. You may feel unworthy, but God can deem you precious and un acceptable. Is there a witness in this house? And the good news, this is for my Messiah, folks, and it can happen all in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. When your stony heart opens to receive God's gift of salvation through Jesus Christ, you can start over fresh. Do you believe that? That's the message we need to take to the streets. You can start over fresh. But there's more to this spiritual awakening. The spiritual awakening is motivating. The disciple Peter talked about what happens to us once we join, once we join, once we join the family of God. He said, but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Did you catch that? We become part of God's praise team. We become witnesses to the world and share the good news of how Christ brought us out of darkness into a marvelous light. You wasn't living in the light. You was living in darkness. Because we all got to pass. From that moment, we become laborers together with God. We are moved to serve not out of obligation, but by our love for Christ who supposed to now dwell within us. In other words, when you are spiritually awakened by the light, you naturally become a light. And you are an offspring of the light that, that called you out of darkness. Once you are sanctified by the blood of God and anointed by the Spirit of God and saved through the grace of God, you are motivated by the love of God to tell your story. I, I, I need you to know this because I know I got a few folks that can, can come alongside, but I haven't always been right. I haven't always come correct. I haven't always done the right thing. I haven't always been decent. But God, 
But God looked beyond my faults and your faults and saw our needs. God saved us. God delivered us. God made a way. And because of this, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Your spiritual awakening is cleansing, it's motivating, but the best is yet to come. Give circumstances time. Give circumstances time. And get this. Give people time. It's called grace. Lastly, your spiritual awakening is illuminating. When this happens, you begin to take on a new persona. There's a new person that has taken up residence in you. It's called the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. You need to understand that a yoke is the oxen's collar. At first, the ox rebels against its weight, but eventually the ox realizes that the yoke makes the burden of plowing a little bit easier. And that's what happens to us. The Holy Spirit's guidance may seem strange and may seem uncomfortable, but as you walk in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit's yoke gets easier there is a gradual transformation that takes place as you learn more and experience more about Almighty God. And before you know it, the sheer joy of a light alone fills you with a happiness that illuminates the darkness around you. And blessed by the touch of God, you are fulfilling the will of God. By sharing the love of God, God is lifting you higher as you lift others. Old friends don't recognize you. And new friends line up to meet you. It's as if your soul had flipped an an eternal light switch, your your glow with new life and new hope. You used to be a hindrance, but now you are a help. You used to be a burden, but now you are a blessing. You used to be condemning, but now you are tearing. You used to be ridiculed, but now you are respected. When you are spiritually awakened, the Holy Spirit gives you a greater much greater understanding of the Word of God. And the more you learn, the more you want to know. And the more you know about God, the lighter your burdens. The more you know about God, the easier your battles. The more you know about God, the greater your blessings. You get to the point where it doesn't matter what happens. You count it all joy. You can try to contain that kind of joy, but it's just not possible. Did you hear what I'm saying this morning? 
When you are, when your soul has been illuminated by the Spirit of God, it lives beyond the mundane activities of life. It seeks a higher plane of existence. When you got that kind of joy, it's like what Jeremiah said. It's like fire shut up in my bones and I can't hold my peace. Paul explained it this way. He said, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Best of all, you can now see in the dark. While others are stumbling, you step in. While others are suffering, you are singing. While others are struggling, you are striving. Striving according to his working, which worketh in you mightily. You sitting here right now still think you can't do it? Let me tell you, if God ignited the flame of the sun, he can start a fire in you. If he can carve mountains out of granite, he can turn a sinner into a saint. If he can part the waters of the Red Sea, he can separate you from your sins. Is there a witness in the house? If you can see in the dark, you ought to shout hallelujah. If you can weather any storm with Christ, you ought to shout thank you, Jesus. If you can suffer through sickness and still praise God, you ought to shout the victory is mine. You are still in the dark. And you don't understand. Just open up the door and come to Christ. Because he's waiting. I said he's waiting with open arms to receive you and to give you his power. The power to see in the dark. The old folks used to say, walk in the light. I said, walk in the light. The beautiful light. Because somewhere the dew drops of mercy. I said mercy shines bright. It shines all around me both day and night. Jesus, Jesus, the light of the world. He is the light. And I'm so glad this morning that his light lives within us. I'm so glad this morning that his light shines through us. Walk in the light. The light of God. Walk in the light. Get out of the darkness. Get out of the darkness. Come on into the light. Get out of the dark places. And come on into the beautiful places. The illuminated places. Get out of the dark. We got work to do. Yeah! 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 See it in the dark. Open up your eyes. Open up your eyes. Walk in the light. 
walk in the light of God, the word of God for the people of God, and all of God's people said, amen. We're going to open the doors of the church as our male trio comes and sings our invitational hymn song or praise song, whatever y'all do. We're going to open the doors of the church. And what I need you to do is to pray. Is to pray that if anybody in this room who don't know the Lord will come and give their life to the Lord. If you're watching via live stream and you want to be in right relationship with Jesus Christ, you can send us your contact information. Email us. Email us your address, your email address, and one of our deacons will follow up with you. just raise your hand. One of our deacons will come and serve you. Raise your hand high so they can see you. Most of us wear glasses so we don't see well. Coming, he's coming. 
Raise your hand high so they can see you. There's one. By thee, do I not Second, but our closing, I'm gonna ask the tree. I'm they taking requests now. <laughs> Let the church say amen. So y'all work it out. Get it? You got got a good five minutes to work it out in your brains. Who gonna do what? Jesus invites us to this, his table, all who love him and seek to grow in his likeness. We encourage you to make your humble confessions to Almighty God. Make your confessions to him that what you're about to receive, you will be able to receive worthily as you honor our Savior's sacrifice. Let us pray. Father God, we ask right now that you would bless these elements. God, we know the sacrifice that was made on Calvary. So now, God, we ask that you would bless the bread that represents your body, that you would bless the wine that represents your blood. God, we thank you for the sacrifice, God, but most of all, we thank you for getting up on that third day. Not just for some. Not just for few, God, not even just for the good, God, but you got up for the bad as well. God, we just want to say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. It reaches to the highest mountain, and it flows to the Lord. Oh, it's valley The blood that gives me strength From day to day It will never lose its power On the night and when she gathered in the upper room with his disciples He took the bread He broke it. He said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Take, eat all of it to your comfort. In like manner, he took the cup, the cup of blessing. He said, this cup represents my blood that was shed for you. As often as you drink this, you do so in remembrance of me. Drink ye all of it to your comfort.
Come on, y'all put your hands together. That's like you in the Baptist church. Come on. Jeffrey Burrs was with us just about every first Sunday for his ministry. I dreamt of this time when Stanley and him could be on the same stage together. I really have. Stanley has been battling, battling. He's back. Praise the Lord. And I celebrate the witness and the gifts of Eric Hill as well. So, so Brother Dana, Pastor Dana, when we put on that next gospel concert. We got to have our men's trio. I mean, men's quartet. Uh, no, I ain't talking with Evan. But uh, we're going to put something together. Uh, just a couple of things before we dismiss. Remember, next Sunday, next Sunday, immediately following worship, uh, we're going to go right outside for our outdoor fellowship. Invite some people. We're trying... We're trying to evangelize. We're trying to get people who we know ain't in church to, be, to consider Ebenezer as their church home. We're going to be going out uh, in the community path, inviting people uh, this week. And so we want uh, to have a wonderful, wonderful affair. And the good news is you don't have to pay for anything. I don't know if that's scary, but the good news is you don't have to pay for the food. Uh, also, for all the brothers, all the brothers that's in this room, those who are watching online who are local, we need to be here at 8 o'clock a.m. on Sunday because we got to set up before Sunday school, right? So we're going to set up, block off the street, so be here 8 o'clock on next Sunday. If you in the room, that means you. Amen? And if you ain't in the room, tell the brothers who ain't here they need to be here at 8 o'clock. And I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you once again to Deacon Mayberry. He is not down front. He's at the door. Just being, doing his deacon duty. And he's here every Sunday at at least 8 a.m. And he and I have been, have been in prayer every Sunday for the past two months at 8.30. Just he, he and I 
safe. One time we had Ramona come join us, and we are asking for more people to come because he and I believe in the power of prayer, power of prayer. So by the time you get here, by the time you get here, Deacon Mayberry and myself have already saturated these walls with prayer every Sunday, every Sunday. And I thank you, sir, for your commitment to this church and what you are doing. Okay, y'all, y'all, let's close this out. Happy Fourth of July to everybody.
to do all of that, but... Stay in your lane, you know?
All you have to do is humble yourself right now and just go. Pour it down. Pour it down. 
family. Just say, Paul.
Just touch the hem of your garment. I know I can be made whole. We just want to have a little worship over here before we go on with the program. Come on, family, sing it with me. Oh.
into a business of Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.